Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono, but bono, boom, but on. Boy, don't you see I'm on the phone? Uh uh. Who said she was going to be the manager? She ain't my manager. Going out with who? Ricky. Uh uh. That little boy looked bad at. No, it was Mike. It was Mike. It was like, damn, 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 damn. All right, what up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. Uh, unless you completely miss getting your life le- this week, <sighs> those were some um, mama moments from New Edition Story. Uh, shout out to BET. I cannot say this enough. I just want to go on record as saying BET, y'all did that. Of course, the talent, the casting, but just it looked like y'all put some money into it. It wasn't halfway ass done. Y'all didn't go and put in a bunch of footage that looked grainy as hell from back in the day and then try to bring it up to regular day. Like y'all completely did y'all mother effing thing. Shout out to Chris Robinson, the director. That's my cousin. He don't know my cousin but the fact that his last name is Robinson just tells me that him and Michelle Obama we all cousins it's all good but BET BET BE mother FNT y'all did what first of all I, when I first heard that BT was doing a project I like many people I know had to have that moment like Lord please don't let BET mess up my childhood like I legit said a prayer I said Jesus Jesus, I'm coming to you today, Lord. That's right. I need you to lay hands on this project. Please don't have them do nothing crazy. Don't have them casting somebody look like Albie Shore trying to play Johnny Gill. Please don't have them casting somebody who can't even act. Please don't have them laying down a track, people lip syncing all wrong, singing the wrong songs, hair all wrong. I mean, I and I think, you know what, I wasn't the only one praying. I think we all were saying a collective prayer. You know what where they say? When more, more than one is gathered. Now, I don't know what they say. I don't go to church like that. But what I'm telling you is prayer work. Prayer changes thing. Ain't that what the song say prayer changes things i've been to church a couple of times i know they said that one time listen i went to the potter's house uh, it was um this little light of mine every church reference you can name uh, look his eye was on a sparrow <laughs> his eye. <laughs> straight up i don't think any of us could have we wouldn't have been we wouldn't have made it it's too much going on. Trump president, and then you got them messing up the be- the the dang on new edition story. Uh uh-uh. uh, no. But they they did it. They held us down. They knew this was a moment we needed it, and they came through. Shout out to BET because y'all did that for real. I got my entire ass life okay now i didn't get a chance to watch it when it came on so i had to binge watch and i think that was even better just watching back to back to back i didn't have no day break i just watched it all and i literally just finished and i was like you know what i'm gonna dedicate this whole ass episode to the new edition story so if you thought i was gonna talk about anything else please understand (laughs) i'm not I'm just not. I'm I don't have no interest in discussing nothing that Orange Dummy is doing in Washington DC. I don't have no interest in discussing nothing these soft ass republic Democrats, these soft ass Democrats. Here I am bigging up Elizabeth Warren and this goofy bitch gonna vote for Ben Carson in a, so I'm done. I'm not even I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not even gonna do it. 
Okay, when November 18th come, I'm voting everybody out. So if you about to run for the for uh Congress, let me know because you got my vote. Straight like that. Because these people that's sitting there right now, soft as hell, I don't have no interest in them. I don't feel like they really trying to rep. You know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. This is about Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. What? And Johnny Gill. Let me tell you something. First of all... That dude playing Johnny Gale, number one, he fine, right? His mouth, I love it. Ooh, ooh, that shit got in my shoulders. But his he did, boom, this is what I want to say. I love the fact that they let the actual people sing. So, you know what I mean? It was almost like you were watching a real-ass story. Like, I can't say enough how much they did they thing. Like, just the pacing of the story, um... It was so well done. I didn't feel like I know they probably left some stuff out. Of course they did. There's no way you can cover 30 years of a career in uh, six hours. But they did it so well. You never felt cheated in the story. You never felt like, oh, well, what happened with you? I felt like I got everything. The little boy that played Bobby Brown. Listen, that little boy gave me Bobby damn Brown, like from the little chocolate one all the way up to the other one, um, the older one. Ugh, loved it. Loved it. I felt like that dude was doing cocaine for real. Like he just sold me on the cocaine life. All right. Uh, sidebar, Ricky Bell. I didn't know Ricky Bell was doing cocaine. That's crazy. I, Of course, I. but that's crazy. And he was straight on cocaine. But you know what? At least he went and got help. And at least it never progressed to crack. Now, I might be wrong. He might have went into, um, you know, the Narcotics Anonymous anonymous meetings or addiction meetings or whatever and, and told them he was on crack. But I just feel like he was about that rock star life. But in a reasonable way, he it never got to the crack part. I feel like once you get on crack, it's like, yikes. If you're on cocaine, you that's some rock star shit. Crack, though, like, ah. So you sucking dick in alleys, huh? <laughs> so you out here sucking dick and trying to trade double cheeseburger, a double burger with cheese for some crack. Like, yuck. Gross. Like, if somebody tell me they on cocaine, I feel like they still got they house. I feel like they still wear clean clothes. Once you tell me you're on crack, I just immediately think you suck a dick. Like I male, female, I just do. It is what it is. At, at cuz at a certain point, you just anyway. So Ricky Bell official rock star shit michael bivens the real superhero you know what i love to that every point in the story somebody did something that was the star play right like ralph being the little shorty walking all the way to the payphone sidebar these little kids was doing a lot of damn night walking i don't know if that's a good thing for the simple fact that like kids could be out at night and not necessarily get kidnapped or it's like where's your damn mama <laughs> like jesus um shout out to um yeah come on they brought mia back mia died in the best man holiday and she came back do you know how crucial and quintessential that shit is oh my god like this movie was so oh the mamas they brought back my girl from love jones what you fucked him dick and you wasn't even gonna tell you ain't slick my girl she did her thing too she was so good in this like she was a black mama for don't you see i'm on the 
and um, all the mamas, all the mamas were amazing. I love them. I love how they was just there in their little track suits. Like, where is our money, though? But where is our money? But where is our money? Right? They got they got it together. Bobby Brown mama, when they was shading the hell out of Bobby, she trying to call everybody. They all on three were like, mm-mm. I, I knew Bobby shouldn't have been in the group. You know where your cocaine, right? I heard he had two bitches in the strip club. Girl, yes. Oh, my God. I heard he was stripping. Like, the mamas was straight. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go through this. I done took notes, honey. I watched this shit, and I took notes like, like I had a final today. You hear me? Like I was legit like, oh, I need to write that down. That was perfect. Um, but it was just, okay, let me, so let me see. Where do I want to start? Um, I love the talent show. Just bringing back the energy of the talent show. I don't know if they still do talent shows. And probably because I don't have kids. That's stuff you kind of know when you have kids or shit like that. But, man, the talent show back in the day used to be everything. I'm talking about, I remember people used to be getting their outfits made like uh made from scratch cousins used to be making outfits everybody outfit with satin or some kind of shiny ass material what um and then when they went to the dude right out at night again i don't know where their mamas was because if he leaving the club with a date if the manager was leaving the club with a date that mean it's easily after midnight and all these boys is just out roaming the street jesus jesus Anyway, but you know what was so dope? Um, and I don't know if people peep this, but I know it definitely stood out to me. When they was, went to the community center, meet me at the community center. Like, dude, like, I don't know if community center still popping like that. But when I was coming up, yo, the community center was everything. And if you ain't got a community center in your neighborhood, you need to go talk to your elected officials. Go talk to the people at city hall, get some community centers in your neighborhood. They are vital. They are so vital to these kids. These kids need a place to go to be safe and go play hoop and fight or whatever they need to do. But with, at least with some kind of parent supervision, some kind of adult supervision and just a place to be, kids man shout out to the community centers if you out there or if you working at one salute to you i know i can't do it i don't mess with these kids no i'm just playing i'm playing i'm playing but like they went to the community center boom uh let me just say this and i'm all over the place i'm gonna jump all over the place i'm gonna try to organize this a little better but i'm still like hyped up oh girl i'm so you're not mine i'm gonna do this the whole episode because i just you're not you're not you're not you're my kind <clears throat> sorry my bad um anyway so boom uh bt spared no expense doing this let's just put that out there first before i get all the way all the way in 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 the bt didn't spare no expense please don't get it twisted they think about all the people that they casted all these actors they didn't they didn't try to chop it up with some footage from the tour and some shit from tv and shit like that like they straight recreated everything that that was the dopest part to me so and i love the fact that they used the actual actors voices it sounded like them they did that so it felt like you was watching it in the moment i don't know who made that call but I, that was an amazing that was a dope ass call because it didn't feel like i'm i didn't want to watch them lip sync i wanted to watch them actually sing the song even though 
know they were listening, but I'm saying like you knew it wasn't the recorded voices from the actual singers. So you felt like you was in that moment. So whoever decided that, oh my God, star motherfucking play. That was everything. Um, and then like everything was on point. The 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 um the wardrobe. And we, I'm not talking about just the cast. You got to think about all the people that was in the background. Wardrobe was off the hook. Just the amount of money they spent in headbands. <laughs> Every chick in that bitch had a headband when they was little. Headbands was the shit, and they had them. They was like, I bet every day they got to say they just came with a bucket of headbands. Like, all right, everybody, just come grab your headbands. <laughs> oh, shit. They probably was shooting headbands out, like, in those cannon shooters when you go to a, a professional basketball or baseball game. They'd be like, pow, and just headbands flew everywhere and just landed on bitches' heads. And they was like, I'm going to wear this one. <laughs> the outfits, like, oh, the authenticness of this shit was awesome it was so awesome let me tell you something they came through on a jerry curl tip the jerry they had jerry curls looking good and looking wrong and that is that is serious jerry curl history if you don't know nothing about a jerry curl you know it was some people curls was the shit it every time they got it done that bitch was the shit even when they needed to get it done it was still the shit the curl was perfect then it was them people that curl was more of just like a sad, like soft potato chip. You know what I'm talking. You ever get a potato chip and it's just soft and it's just it is limp. It don't have no body. It's just like, yeah, that's real as Jerry Curl journey. The dude that was recording their first little album, he had one of them sad ass curls. Everybody know them sad, just like oh, bro, you might need to. You might need to cut. You can't revive that. You can't put enough Jerry Curl juice on that to bring that around. That shit is just like, uh. <laughs> whole head look like, uh. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> so the Jerry Curls was old. Alright, what? The mamas in the track suits, the colorful track, they can't what? I feel like they just straight took jumped in a time capsule, jumped in a um time machine, I mean, went back in the time and just looked at everything people was wearing. They probably went through mad ass old pictures and they was like, Okay, we're gonna get this. They're gonna where did they even find all these old ass clothes is my question. Cause anyway, I'm out of breath. It was uh, Anyway, so boom. Uh, the, the dude playing Bobby Brown did it. I, can't, I cannot say that enough. And wait a minute, sidebar. Did you peep when they went in um, when the dude that was recording their first album, um, Phase on Love, I forgot what his character name was. Um, it was Christmas time, remember? And uh, when old boy called him. He was in there listening to this Christmas fireside. I, didn't I tell you? Shit classic. He was in there listening to it. Don't play. I, I be knowing my shit. And I love how even like Ralph being a little, little shorty, he still was like, yeah, I'll do the record. But my boys got to do it. I was like, come on, Ralph. But he did throw that back. It was like they all did some fly shit for each other, but they was definitely throwing that shit back in each other's face. Like, nigga, you wouldn't even be here. <laughs> like, your shit would have been over a long ass time ago. So don't forget that shit. But um, that was the bomb. 
what is up with everybody getting snaked out in the music? Is that just a part of the music business? Or have we evolved enough where people are not going to get straight robbed? I feel like we're at a point now where people ain't going to get straight robbed. Because now these new artists, they know they can put their shit on the internet. They can set up their own ass tour. But these mugs, they five members five families had to split a dollar and 83 cent yo that was the most snake shit ever let me tell you something i would have called my brother i would have called my uncle list brooks would have got his ass took out and then when the white dude came through on his snake ass shit he definitely would have got murked just on gp brooks would have just got an ass whooping but he would have lived because one of them he was one of the members uncles right so he just would have to take that ass whooping that white dude though he would have had to get murked because that was a whole next level kind of raping but i love when michael bivens came through the spot while he up in there eating at that little five-star restaurant probably straight that meal was probably gonna be a smooth three hundred dollars he was like yeah uh <laughs> yeah bitch yeah got you yep but mm, that was a listen it was some jewels in this shit it was some absolute jewels in this series because the one thing i learned was if you want to know you know if you really about your business you need to be about your business and don't listen to old boy said it that's what he said people in this business gonna tell you anything so you better know what's on that paperwork. Did you read your paperwork? That was some real ass shit too. Listen, because all them parents was like, okay, well, uh-huh. All right, well, cool. And they just signed that shit, kids and all, right? Just being excited and hype, but not really paying attention. And so then when he got older, that was the lesson that he finally, you know, and it took him to get it. Everybody else didn't even get it. They was just happy to be somewhere. But can you imagine coming back to the project? Now, you got a whole album out. Your shit was number one. And they still driving up to drop you off in the projects. That is fucking nuts. And shout out to whatever project they was in. I forgot what it was. OA, I think, something like that. But shout out to that project because nobody robbed them like i was waiting to see that i as soon as they came back and that tour bus pulled up back to the projects i was like oh they about to come home and everybody gonna be gone it's gonna be everybody robbed they gonna take the paint off the wall the lead paint off the wall they ain't about to leave nothing in that bitch so the fact that they mamas could stay in the projects that long and nobody mess with them and nobody come up in the house try to rob them nobody try to hold them hostage yo you got you got to shout out that project because i don't even know if that could happen in 2016 what listen 2016 you mess around and run and win a three digit and your ass gonna get held up murdered murked out for a three digit bitch you know that's only about 213 dollars but they like yo, we got your baby brother like straight up but of course this is like late 70s early 80s it was still that sense of community that we don't you know that's not necessarily prevalent especially like by the time you got to like the 90s 2000 please please so i mean you got to give it up for that for that projects and those people that lived there and lived around them um let me see 
But yeah, the raping was real because they was getting straight. And then once Mike took over the business part of it, right? All of a sudden, the A&R come in there and, be, and was like, yo, so y'all about to go on tour? Y'all, that's easily $30 million. Like, so what was we making before if now we making $30 million? Not that it would have been $30 million, but damn, how much money was they getting straight raped for? If they was on tour the whole year before that with Candy Girl and all that stuff, how much was they? That shit is crazy. And they all both, Brooks and um, old boy, the white dude, came with that paperwork. Well, you know, you got this expense, blah, 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 blah. So that mean that white dude probably took them for 30 minutes. What? I'd have had to run up in that house, honey. I'd have had to run up on him. It would have had to been some consequences and repercussions for that. Like, mm. anyway, but they still came through. Um, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Yo, Bobby was wilder. Now, I don't know if y'all watched that Whitney Houston movie that came on, um, that came on Lifetime. It was that Lifetime Whitney Houston movie. But in the Whitney Houston movie, they they portrayed it as Whitney got Bobby hooked on cocaine. Right? Would, was that just me? Was I the only person that saw that? But in this shit, Bobby was on his, about that cocaine life on his own. And he had a cocaine mouth. Was it just me? Did you watch that and look at his mouth like, yeah, he definitely was doing cocaine. But the, yeah, the little shorty had, not the baby baby. He didn't look like he had he had but the older one he definitely like he had cocaine mouth let me sidebar sidebar let me take it back let me rewind one real quick so i'm watching when they first was doing the talent show and they killing it at the talent show right and they out um performing candy girl and telephone man or whatever but i'm looking at these little boys body rolling and i was like you know what i'm just gonna turn my head because what you won't do is get me caught up in a child porn case why is this little seven-year-old body rolling I don't need these little seven-year-olds body rolling, period. Like, at no point do I want to see a seven-year-old body rolling. I don't want to see no little 11-year-old pumping. I think Bobby was pumping at 11. (laughs) Where's your mommy? Where's your mama, Bobby? Oh, my God. But, so I'm bringing forward, bringing forward, bringing forward. Bobby Brown, remember he was in the car with the two hoes on the cocaine? I was like, mm-hmm. So which story is what? Because for years, I always believed that Bobby Brown was the reason Whitney got on cocaine and he was the real source of all that bad shit. But then we watched the Whitney Houston movie and it was like, actually, Whitney was like, just snort it. It's fine. Why is you acting like you being real childish right now? Just put it in your nose. It's like blowing your nose, but in reverse. Just do it. Right. And everybody was like, yeah, right. But then, but then this one is like, yeah, it's it's some about it just seemed like Bobby Brown would be the one. Yeah. Anyway, so boom. Uh, when little shorty, when Michael spit in Bobby's face, that would have been the end of New Edition. If that would have been me in the car and somebody spit in my face, not only is this group over, but now you have to die. You can't live on this earth with me no more. You can't, I can't, I, no, no. You can't be walking on this earth knowing that you spit in my face. 
there's that's a whole other level of disrespect like it's one thing to punch somebody in the face i feel like i've done this before and told y'all about this but i just it, it bears repeating it's one thing to punch somebody it's one thing to pistol whip somebody it is a whole other level to spit in their face straight up i don't know why that what about that just takes it to the next level for me but i have to murder you you have to die and once your soul is no longer here on earth i'm fine once i know you're not somewhere walking around and living your life and you're actually dead i can get over it until then the rest of my life is about putting you underground i know it sounds crazy I, it sounds crazy for me to even say it out loud but it makes sense it's real um so boom right i'm getting my whole last life they getting robbed every like for the whole part one <laughs> the whole part one all the way down to damn near the last scene in part two they are getting fully shit i think they might have been getting robbed all the way through the part two <laughs> like just straight robbed um but I love the way part two ended. It was so perfect. I can't even imagine anything ending more perfect, okay? The way it ended with them going into, and if it is, and, like, they had the practice, and you know it's about to come, and you're like, yeah! Like, <sighs> even before that, let me take it before that. Before that, when Johnny finally joined the group, and they did, can you stand the what the f Man, listen johnny motherfucking gill i don't know if anybody was sleeping on you but boo i definitely wasn't sleeping on you i had your first album you're my lady does your oh that was my shit for you i took my waiting and shit was i'm just so paid in my lady my lady does your hey hey <laughs> yo Trust me, I'm about that Johnny Gill. Like that first album was the shit. And I love Johnny Gill because he always be like, her, 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 my lady. Like he used to get in them vocals. So when they was in the studio and Johnny laid down that motherfucking kick. Okay, let me bring it down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just certain songs like I can listen to Candy Girl and still dance and it's it's cute. It feel good. But once you get into that motherfucking N.E. Heartbreak album it was like every fucking song. But can you stand the rain to this day? Like in this very moment, if can you stand the rain comes on, I just get like it's all over my, it goes through my body. Dead ass, it goes through my body. And then like how everybody vocals came in and Ralph came with the like, oh, and then Ricky came with the motherfucking bridge. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. amen amen like who knew ralph was gonna grow up so cute first of all let me take it back 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 <laughs> when ralph was doing kung fu that was the funniest cutest realest shit ever 1970 something kung fu was real let me tell you something for black people it was martin luther king it was bruce lee <laughs> That was like dead ass. They was damn near equal. 
Black people was about that kung fu life in the 70s, 80s. Stop playing. That's why The Last Dragon was so real. Sidebar, if you ain't never seen The Last Dragon, I'm going to need you to turn this off right now. Log on to some website, not Amazon because they support Trump, but some website where you can order that movie. You need to get that movie in your life. Get on Netflix. You need to get on somewhere, okay? Or you need to go to Best Buy. Go somewhere. Get The Last Dragon. That shit is black people. Classic. Must. That shit must be in your fucking collection. Matter of fact, I want to do that. We're going to do a must, a black movie must, like your foundational black movies that you have to have. Like you, you out of the crew. Like we got to have a meeting about your ass. If you ain't seen certain black movies, the Wiz is on that list. You cannot get around it. I don't give a damn if when it's 2040 and that shit was in 1977, you still have to see the Wiz. It is what it is. Period. I don't even want to have a conversation with you if you ain't seen the Wiz. If you ain't seen the Wiz, don't fucking talk to me. If you ain't seen, if you ain't seen Michael Jackson get off that pole and he couldn't walk, and then the motherfucker heard that beat, got on the yellow brick road, hit the spin, and then the body roll up. I'm not talking to you. I'm not. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. If you ain't see when the lion came out the lion in front of the lion. Dun, 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 dun. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. If you ain't seen Diana Ross. Ease on down the road from fucking from the bottom of Brooklyn all the way to the top of the Bronx. That's how far they was easing on down the road. Okay, so if you ain't seen all that in some hills, bitch, in hills. So if you ain't seen that, I don't want to have a conversation with you. Next episode, we doing a black movie must, and that's what it's gonna be. All right, so boom, let me take it forward. I don't, I'm forward or back. I don't know where I am in the matrix. Ralph Trezvan doing Trez Trezvant. Ralph Trezvan, Ralph Trezvan, Ralph Trezvan. Okay, boom. Doing karate. Oh my God, that shit was absolutely hustic. Cause that little shorty was <laughs> going off. You hear me? The kicks. He had a dirty mattress. He was prepared. Okay, <sighs> so cute. The thing is, what's so crazy is that I remember him being like the lead and like. Just his voice was so stand out and everything. But that solo, he couldn't hold it. It just wasn't his thing. And I don't know. I think, I truly, truly think New Edition was meant to be a group. I don't think it was meant to be a solo situation. Now, don't get it twisted. Bobby Brown's solo album was the shit. Every Little Step, what? Um, What was the other song on there? Um. The truth about Roni. Hey, she's always on the phone. Hey, talking to her own boy, wishing they were all alone. Ah, yes! What? The album cover where he looked like he, he in front of a marble wall with that little bullshit ass suit on. You better stop bullshitting. What? Always oh, the Roni. I don't. Yeah, anyway. I thought I knew the words. I know it, but if it come on, I know all the words. That's that's where I am with Bobby Brown music. Like, if it come on, I know all the words, but if it ain't on, I'll be like, <laughs> Yo, and then what was so funny was how they came up with that look for every little step I take. I'm telling you that dude that played Bobby Brown went the fuck off i loved it like the energy he put on stage and his performances he was going off like the dance movie. Ah! killing it 
killing it. He killed that. But the little Gumby spot, the little Gumby, I'm, and I'm sure that's probably actually happened because I see how dudes, when it's a woman around, y'all just lose y'all whole ass mind. I don't know why women, why ladies, why do we let these men run us? They are, they are so easily distracted. Like you can do whatever you want. So put some vagina somewhere in a man's face away from what you want him to pay attention to. And you can do whatever the fuck you want. Cause he has lo- He has no more interest in nothing else but that vagina. Why aren't ladies? Seriously. We need, let's, we need to have a meeting. I'm not going to do it over here. I know some dudes listening. But, ladies, we need to have a meeting. I don't know where it's going to be. Maybe at the Jacob Javits Center. Maybe that can hold a lot of us. But we seriously need to get together and figure out why are we letting these clowns run us and rule us and make, make laws and shit about us. And they, anyway, wrong episode. It's it's all about new addition, new addition, new addition. The Gumby, the Gumby killed that. What? Every little step I take you you will you be there i never thought bobby really had vocals like that but the brother performance was the shit bobby would give you a damn performance i tell you that shit right now bobby would go all bobby brown the king of army <laughs> Woo. anyway i was really hoping they was gonna get like a little fake when you used to stand in but i'm glad they didn't I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I'm glad they didn't. But part of me wanted it a little bit because I feel like it probably would have been this distra- distraction and the whole conversation would have been, why the hell this bitch don't look shit like no Whitney Houston? She don't even look like she can say, why is she dressed like that? They ain't even how Whitney did her hair. She ain't even had them same color. Eyes. She ain't even do her nails like that. Like we would have found, not we, I, I would have been cool, but I feel like that would have been such a distraction. So another good call, BT, I, look. I just need BET. This needs to be some shit y'all do all the time. Y'all clearly are capable of it. There's obviously an audience for y'all shit. Can y'all please start doing some motherfucking movies? Like some for real, at not no cheap shit, not no cutting corner ass shit. I'm talking about real ass movies. Because I know that there are black writers, there are black directors, and there's a whole lot of motherfucking black actors that that are looking for work, looking for opportunity. Just like MTV was doing their bullshit movies, BT can be doing fucking movies. We should be seeing a BT movie every fucking Saturday. If not every Saturday, at least once a month. At least once a month. At least. There needs to be some actual ass sitcoms, some actual ass one-hour dramas on BET. Now, I know that shit. Um, the Yard is coming up, and I definitely definitely will be watching because I stand for a Nikki Noni Rose. The bitch is amazing. She's talented, beautiful. I know she's going to fucking kill it. That shit look like it's going to be the bomb. Boom. I'm here for it. Let's get some more dramas. I want to see some more fucking dramas. I want to see some shit with some, some motherfucking cop shows and shit. I want to see some shit with, like, I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I'm I'm cool to see some black people working at a goddamn pickle stand. I just want to see some actual productions and movies and put some people to work. I.e., I'll send over my resume. Okay, so anyway, boom. Uh, every little step I take, Bobby Brown, boom, 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 boom. Um, I already talked about Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill, fine. Uh, what's that boy's name? James. Luke James. Luke James. Luke James. That boy, fine just chocolate i love that mouth Woo! yes m-o-u-f that mouth that mouth is (laughs) yeah serious um but all the vocals like i said i love that scene when they did can you stand the rain in the studio and that he came through with them 
Woo! And then I love even before that when the these are the entertained boys to men when he did when he did that part and uh Ralph was in the uh Ralph was out there he was looking like like he was tight about it. I was, I'm here for Michael Bivens. Like I love the fact that he was about his business. He was like, look, I don't know what y'all fits to do, but I'm about to learn what's really going on. So I can be calling these shots because I ain't trying to be out here working for folks and I'm not getting my just due. So I am not mad at that. And then when the, the little scene, when boys to men came to him and I was like, yo, that shit got me. Cause boys don't slip boys to men gave us some mother freaking hits. And I remember when boys to men was huge. Like I remember that shit. Bending knee? Are you what? Ooh, I Motive. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Boys to Men has some damn hits. Please don't go. I still listen. Let me tell you a quick story. I did this uh event, did comedy for at this event for Black Enterprise, and they had Boys to Men performing. And baby, when I tell you I cut the mother freaking fool. I I got my life, but I definitely was a motherfucking clown. So I'm in the back of the room. They start singing, please don't go. I legit start crying. Like, please don't go for me is just one of them songs that's got some emotions connected to it. Some moments, some memories. Woo, please don't go. Mm, I'll be there. And then the harmonies, when you call my name, you got to do the one yay neck. <laughs> you know, every time Wanye was trying to get them, <laughs> you're like, is this brother, is he having a seizure? What is going on with Wanye? Why is he? <laughs> Wait, how do I? See. Okay, this ain't about them, but I'm just I just want to shout out Boys to Men because Boys to Men did that. I definitely got my motherfucking running man on to Mount Town Philly back again. Okay, anyway, that was probably the wrong rhythm, but you know what I'm talking about, boy. Listen, so come through. F- that was Michael Bivens with the mother freaking wind bringing uh. And then don't sleep. Remember, Aisha, you are the girl of the way you were. And I want to get to the... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. I wasn't even supposed to do this, but I, you can't... What, ABC? <sighs> anyway, I'm not going to do it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, I would not be mad at a Bobby Brown story and a Michael Bivens story with just the spinoff of B- telling the story of um, BBD, Boys to Men, and ABC. I wouldn't be mad about that. Like, Michael Bivens was Jermaine Dupree before Jermaine Dupree. So, I look, I would not be mad. I would not. I actually wouldn't be. I would be here for a Jermaine Dupree story. Honestly, I, I, I honestly. Or a so-so death story. Like, just going through and telling all the stories. Of, but whatever. Anyway um johnny gill bobby brown we talked about bobby brown um you know what i'm gonna take a quick break and then we'll get back into it this episode of black ass podcast is brought to you by as it should be body products the best all-natural luxurious skincare products with high quality ingredients no chemicals no toxins no synthetic ingredients no fillers it's amazing uh it's an all-natural skincare moisturizing cream and natural lip balm 
Um, I'm using it, especially this time of year. It is perfect. This is not the time of year you want to be outside looking ashy and gray, okay? It is not the Hunger Games. Get your life together. Log on to As It Should Be Body Products. Use the promo code BAPC10 and get 10% off your order. Log on today. Place your order. Promo code BAPC10 for your 10% off. And let's get back into the show. All right, back. I had to catch my breath, honey. I was getting my life. You know, the other thing that really stood out to me, it was a great celebrity life lesson in all of this. Ronnie DeVoe being like, well, okay, y'all ain't, we ain't performing no more. We ain't getting no more money. Guess what I'm about to do? I'm about to take my ass to this damn real estate school and get my shit together. Put my pride aside and go do what I need to do because I still gotta, I still gotta get this money. I still gotta live my life. You know where it seemed like Ricky was just like, well, ah, we ain't performing no more, so I ain't got shit else. So that's just it. I'm, I don't know how to do nothing, but oh, girl, I'm sad. Like, and he was just like, that's all I know. That's all I. And he did the little step or whatever. But Devoe was like, well, okay, that was what I used to do, but now I got to do what I got to do. Okay. And I think that's a lesson sometimes in life that things don't always go the way we need to them to go, but you can't just say, okay, I'm done or, well, I can't do nothing else. Yeah, you can. You're much more than what this one or two things you think you can do. You can do all kind of shit. I mean, seriously. So don't shortchange yourself. Whatever situation you're in, it might not be the journey might turn not turn out the way you thought it was going to turn out. But that doesn't mean that you're out of options. You got plenty of options. You just have to be uh, strong enough and be able to put your ego aside and say, you know what? Well, mm. Um, I see they got these classes on DeVry website. <laughs> I'm about to go get my shit together. I mean, and and that's okay because you never know what doors that is going to open up or how that's going to turn around or where you might end up taking those classes at DeVry, getting some money in your pocket, investing, and then becoming a millionaire all over again. You just never know. So I thought that was a very powerful moment when he was up in that class. And he was like, wait, damn, is that the BBD dude? He was like, yes, it is. Uh, and what did you say about the mortgage? <laughs> and how are we deleasing deals? How, how do we do that? Because, yeah, it's it's not a game out here. Um, I You know what I love, too? When DeVoe got married and um, they all came back together. That was like a five heartbeats moment. Sidebar, if you ain't seen the fire, if you ain't seen the mother, if you. That's a black ass movie list that fire. If you have to at least twice, at least twice, because the first time you're going to watch it, you're going to get into the music. The second time you're really going to get into the story and everything that's happening. Because the first time you get in the music, you get in the songs and dancing and all that stuff. The second time you're getting into the looks and the, and what's happening with the, what's really happening with the characters. So that was like the five heartbeats moment. Remember when, um, five heartbeats, when choir boy invited, um, Choir boy invited Duck to the church, and then um, Ducks came in, said what's up to Choir boy, and then the the, the choir started, and it was like, and then um, Eddie Kane got up there all old and decrepit. I feel like, and he was singing. Remember, baby, that was right there with that terrible wig. <laughs> she was hitting them high notes. Go, 
going, going home. <laughs> Though the storm. Yo, baby doll did that though. I can't even front. <laughs> she came through. What the fuck? But that wig was terrible. That wig was the worst. That wig looked like some shit off of Give Me Five on the Black Hand Side. <laughs> That's not on the black movie list. I saw it, but it's you don't have to see it. It's it's just one of them. It was done, but you don't have to relive that. Don't punish yourself, okay? Don't punish yourself. <laughs> oh my God! But remember, and then Duck stood up. Take your time, and he started clapping my heart. That was the moment right there, and I love that Bobby came in and they had they he had his moment with Devo. And the other thing that I love about this movie, and that I can appreciate, and I think which makes it really awesome, is that all of New Edition was a part of telling this story. So it's not like them. BT or the directors necessarily interpreting some stuff they thought might have happened or some stuff that they read in the blog or some stuff that they saw online or in the news it's them coming together like oh no this actually happened I remember when da 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 I was wearing this he looked at me we did this that 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 and it's just like damn <sighs> yeah but I remember hearing about the the that tour the going home tour I actually have that album I remember hearing about the going home tour and uh I'm sorry I legit just finished watching that movie and now I'm like recording um I remember hearing about how fucking crazy Bobby Brown I remember reading that not really reading it because was it like I don't think it was on the internet or I the internet wasn't popping like that where you can get like celebrity news and shit on the internet but i remember like hearing about it on bet and hearing about it on different music blog like music you know what i'm trying to say music shows and shit like that um and just the talk around um yeah i I don't remember exactly what because it, it, it definitely wasn't the internet because the internet wasn't necessarily like popping like it is now like where you can go on the internet and hear everything shit you'll get information on the internet that the news ain't even reporting yet but it must have been bet it had to have been bet but anyway um i definitely remember hearing about him being bucked at oh you know where i you know where i heard that from my homegirl used to work in music and i think that's how i used to get the tea of what was going on in music shout out to my homegirl shondella taylor she or i'm sorry <laughs> she's married now shondella roberts um but she yeah she used to give me the tea because i you know but i definitely remember hearing about how crazy bobby brown was and shit going on tour and um just the bullshit he was doing and then you know for him to come back in that white ass tuxedo okay bobby and just apologizing. I think a lot of times people don't, people aren't able to do that. I think all of them have their moment to just say, yo, I'm sorry. I was bugging. I, my bad. Um, but yeah, man, that was, oh, it was just so good. That movie was so, I mean, the, the miniseries, whatever. Every part was just so on point, so well done. Oh, like that's how good I got my life. Just like straight exhale, like 
<sighs> I'm tired. Let me see if I missed anything else. You let me tell you this. Let me tell you. And this is my um this is the last little point I want to make. Um random point. Just something that I saw that I don't even know if people paid attention to. Okay, remember when they were doing the uh if it is in love scene, right? And they were they got into the actual song. So this is the top of part three. Um and all of a sudden it's just this random Asian girl in there. And I and I thought to myself, you know what? I'll I will believe that racism is over when you can when you're watching a video or some shit like that, and it's just a random black girl sitting there as eye candy. She not rolling her neck. She not being sassy. She not cussing somebody out. She ain't there with some kids. She ain't doing drugs. She ain't prostituting. She she's just sitting there being cute, pushing play or doing. You know what I'm saying? Because what is this age? What I didn't even who is she? Like in the video, it's Fab Five Freddy. In the in the film, it was their manager or whatever. But who was this chick? Who who was she? Like that bugged me. I was sitting there looking like, okay, but why? And I thought about all the music videos back in the day. They always had like some random white girl in them, and you like, but all these dudes is black. Why? What is happening? You know? And nowadays, hell, you can barely find a black girl in the video if it ain't her song. Shit. But like. That's what I'm going to know. That's just me. Random. I know. But I will know racism is really dead. <laughs> it's officially over. When a black woman is just sitting somewhere perched and cute with a high ponytail like, hey, y'all, okay, push play. Okay. Right? Because she wasn't dancing. She wasn't handing out no towels. She wasn't like moving the fan so they can get some air on them she wasn't tapping nobody forehead she wasn't making nothing she wasn't cooking nothing she wasn't even like well anyway anyway but i absolutely got my whole ass life on that scene and i got my life on oh girl um first of all let me tell you something that's how you know there's some bullshit out here because a dude can straight be like you're not my kind of girl and it's like oh, okay that's cool when you when has a woman ever been been able to be like oh no i'm good hey um so yeah you cute and stuff but really not for like me though but i mean i'm sure bitch fuck you bitch you ain't even cute fat bitch ugly bitch you black bitch like a uh, brother goddamn i just said that i didn't think that me and you was really a good fuck you bitch like, you a hoe like I can't just say no. Like, I just can't say to you that I just don't, I'm not feeling it from you. Like, these dudes did a whole song about this chick just no. Basically, the song was like, mm, nah, I don't really see that for us. You're not my kind of girl. I don't know who fuck with you, but I ain't fucking with you. What no chicks like, fuck you. Fuck you, black, you broke, you skinny. Whatever with that ugly ass curl. Didn't no chick. Who the fuck still wearing tails, Ralph? <laughs> they came with it with the, with the, oh, anyway, anyway. But I got my life on that part. I got my life on can you stand the what? And I did get my life when they was sing when they was little kids singing, and little Ralph Ralph was selling it. He had the little jacket over his shoulder. I was like, "You better do it, Ralph. You better give it to him." But in a completely respectful way, I wasn't. You know, you got to be very real careful these days. 
in a completely respectful way yes Ralph Tresvan he was just so cute he reminded me of the little boy that was on Losing Isaiah now before we go too far I know the little Losing Isaiah boy was supposed to be a crack baby and that kind of stuff I don't mean like that he was a super super cute little boy but he just gave me munchie chi right didn't he give you like a munchie chi munchie chi I can do karate I know I ain't the only one that saw him and was like look at this little cute little munchie chi Anyway, fine. Okay, maybe it's just me. But, and then, Bobby, every little step I take, that gave me everything I needed. Like, seriously, that dude went off. He, when you ain't got, when you can't even get the, I couldn't even get the words to really fully express how hard he went off. And what's so like what really struck me was the BET 25. I remember that like, man. And I remember watching it going crazy because I was just like, oh, my God. But you know what? I ain't going to even front. I had to go back online to rewatch it again. And it was a little struggly. It, it was definitely like a little struggly. It was it reminded me of another fire heartbeat. <laughs> I'm sorry. It reminded me of fire heartbeat when they was all at the bar- barbecue and then they all got up to do them dance steps. But they had not been doing them dance steps. So they weren't like for I'll give you a, a example. Motown 25. Right. Boom. When the Jackson 5 did they motherfucking thing, yeah, they hadn't been performing like that. But them brothers, they was on it. You can watch the Motown 25 to this day and be like, God damn, them, them moves was sharp, boy. Like Joe was in the back with a belt. Like, you better not miss a mother. <laughs> but this one, it was like, I was listening, I re-listened to uh, Ricky's voice and I love, shout out to BBD because BBD was like, woo, mm, 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 mm. What? When will I see you smile again? What? Do me, baby. To this day, poison, you put poison on at any party, it's going to go up. You can be at a funeral and poison go on and people going to dance like this for you, grandma. Poison, poison. <laughs> Try to make it freeze in full effect. Sidebar to that. I just, I didn't know that that shit said Spider-Man and freeze until about four years ago. Yikes. But anyway, so, but Ricky's voice was a little it was a little struggly Ralph's voice and I'll I always kind of give it to people who in who are in falsetto because that that shit is up so high so a lot of times I'll give if they crack a little bit or they look I'll give it to them because I'm like yo I don't even know how you up there first of all so if you kind of struggling up there it's fine it's cool but um Ralph was a little like it was like i'm trying to force these vocals out bobby yeah bobby his life had caught up to him boy his prerogative was (laughs) fucking his voice (laughs) it's my it's my it didn't even sound that good it's it was it was struggle even Johnny's Johnny's voice. And, but you know what I think it was, honestly, I think it probably happened exactly how it happened in the movie where they really wasn't performing. They really was like just on some other shit and, you know, living a regular ass life. And then the whole BET thing popped up and they ain't really have no time to get it together. They didn't have time to go do the steps. They didn't have time to go back through the routine. I mean, they steps was on point, but I don't think them vocals the steps were so on point. It was like they had been working on the steps since they broke up, since they got rid of Bobby. 
<laughs> like never, st- never stopped, never had a moment. But the vocals, though, I, <laughs> that shit was like a commercial for halls. <laughs> no shade. My bad. That I didn't mean that in a disrespectful way. That's still new edition. And I still love them. And I'm I've been listening to any heartbreak all damn day. For the like, even before I watched the series, I was watching, I was re-listening to new edition music just to get my head around. What it was an N-E heartbreak. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, but um neither here nor there that the performance was amazing and you know it definitely put me in the mind of that Motown 25 baby that Motown 25 whoa when they was when all the Jackson 5 was on the stage and they put their hands on their shoulder and they was pointing and shit but then when Mike did Billie Jean by himself anyway Anyway, let me tell you something. If black people can't do nothing else, baby, we know how to make some music and we know how to motherfucking perform and we know how to turn some shit out. We, yes, we. I'm a part of that. They all my ancestors. We all included in that. Hell, you can pull up an old video of like Luther Vandross doing a performance and you'll still fucking melt. Like to this day, Whitney Houston will fuck around and hit a note and you'll have a tear in your eye. Like, did she bless a blood vessel in my shit? Why am I crying? So that's the one thing I know us black people can do, honey, is motherfucking sing, perform, and did that. So, um, yeah, that's my take on a whole New Editions three-part miniseries. If you have not seen it, you know BT is going to be playing that back to back to back to back too bad so you have plenty of time if you don't have bet you can download the app i'm standing for them right now like i'm fully <laughs> so give me a minute because i'm about to give them all the motherfucking props this shit is not even sponsored by bet but i'm about to sound off like this shit is if you haven't seen a bet mini the new edition story mini series on bet then you need to get your whole last life together go to somebody's house who got bet hell it's worth it to order bet just for a month just so you can watch that shit and enjoy it if you if you got a, a smartphone get the motherfucking app bitch download the app watch that shit on your phone get somebody cable password i understand the cable struggle is real i got somebody password right now just it is what it is okay we all out here trying to survive fuck it but get somebody um password go to somebody's house look it's worth it to go to meet a dude on tinder and y'all hook up just so you can go to his house and watch it on his goddamn tv and eat up the snacks and shit at his house this mini series is everything a friend of mine said this movie is this generation's jackson five american dream like remember the Jackson Five movie came out a few years back. Shit, I don't remember. Let me see if I if I can look it up. Nineteen ninety two. What the fuck? Okay, I wasn't alive. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Nineteen ninety. I did what? That movie came out in nineteen ninety. What? Wow. Okay. Ooh, that shit just hurt my feelings. Oh my god, I just felt. I just felt every clock around me just chime like what the f- wow. So anyway, this this uh new edition story is absolutely I agree with that. You are spot on. Yes. Yes it is. Um so good. So good. So shout out to BT, shout out to Chris Robinson, shout out to everybody in this cast. Shout out to the goddamn extras, the craft services. Oh my god. Anyway, so that's all I got. That's I 
I did exactly what I said I was going to do. And this was the perfect break from that foolishness that's happening in the White House. Um, I'm so thankful that I had this opportunity to just not have to deal with that. I had a bunch of articles pulled and a bunch of protests and stuff and then signature stuff that people need to sign. And I had a whole list of who to boycott that's supporting this. But you know what? I just want to take today and say I'm not going to do it. Uh, and this new edition story was the perfect distraction. Um, so thank you for that. I want to thank the ancestors for this moment because I was seriously losing my mind. And I want to say to everybody that's listening, if you are somebody who's following what's happening in the White House and this dumb shit that's happening in politics in general and in, in, in this country overall, um, I'm encouraging everybody to take a break, find a way to step away, find a way to turn it off, to avert your eyes, to really focus on something else. Because legit this past week, I found myself in a such a deep depression, in such a low, low place and feeling helpless. And I was just like, yo, this shit is crazy. And I can't let what these crazy ass people doing in this White House affect me and what I'm trying to do. So, you know, I, I'm not one of them, we've been through worse kind of people. No, because me, in my life, I haven't necessarily experienced worse as a general population of people. Yes, we have experienced worse, but for me, it's like I don't want to go backwards. But at the end of the day, this is where we are. So it's about trying to um, take care of yourself in this moment, but also to continue to progress and move forward and not just go gently into the night. You know that poem, don't don't go gently into that dark night or something like that, or dark night. Was that a Batman ref? I don't know poems, shit. I only know my Angelou still I rise. So at the end of the day, we still going to rise, and hopefully, you know, it'll be some impeachment coming, and we can get everything, you know, it's just hurtful that these people are completely tearing down everything that the at, that Barack tried to build. But you know what? His legacy lives on in us. So as much as they are going to lie and try to say they did and da-da-da-da, history cannot lie. And as long as we know our history and as long as we're repeating our history, our true history, it doesn't matter. So um, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Black Ass Podcast. Uh, um, yeah. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Google, um, TuneIn, Podbean, Sp Spreaker, Stitcher, Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. It's a bunch of places, but it's out there. And if you can always go to hrcomedy.com and find me as well as the podcast. Um, and if you haven't already, subscribe, subscribe, sub, effing, scribe. Just sub fucking scribe, dude. Just just subscribe, just subscribe, <laughs> just sub fucking scribe. Okay. Um, you can follow me on all social media and comment, 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 comment. I need more comments. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know what you're hearing. Let me know if you're loving it. If you're on SoundCloud, please sound off. Let me know what you, let me know, um, if you're listening. Uh, thanks again. And, uh, I'm out. Peace.